0: Welcome to the Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Priority Now is hosted by Carmen Halsey of the Illinois Baptist State Association.
1: Hey ladies, it's Carmen. Welcome to this week's Priority Now Mm -hmm. podcast. You are going to be thrilled because we have people that you love with us today, Mr. Jonathan and his sweet wife, Emily Martin. Hi guys. Hello. We're so glad to be here. You know, I hadn't talked to you guys in quite a while, and then I reached out to say, would you lead Worship for Awesome? And now I get you on a podcast, so I'm feeling a little bit privileged here, and I know the ladies are, too. We
2: feel the same way about you, truly.
1: you got to give them an update.
0: Well, I mean, I guess the big thing that's been going on the last year and a half to two years is God's just really been driving our hearts towards making music for the whole family um because
2: our family is growing for one baby number three on the way oh I'm
0: sorry sorry. you stole my punchline (laughs) um but (laughs) we are we are pregnant with baby number three and I think the last time we were at priority our daughter June was a week old and this Sweet, sweet ladies. Um, this Deb, I <laughs> got to hang out with her all of priority and hold her while we were worshiping yeah. with y'all. Yeah. But yes, since we were with you guys last, we have just been diving deep into creating music and resources for families to worship together. And so, which is so much about what we're going to be talking today. Yeah. But during COVID, normally we would be out and about sharing the songs and things. That was the plan, but instead we are mainly doing it from home and we've been creating as many things as we can uh, to try to help the, the families and the people that follow our ministry.
1: That's good. Well, I know you've been gracious because I know several of the ladies that have got to know you um, as you've been in and out of Illinois, they've reached out to say, well, you helped them during COVID as their churches were facing certain challenges. So I know that you've helped several of them as far as doing some drop-in worship and letting them share resources. Mm -hmm. And obviously you helped us when we needed to turn awesome, get a quality worship experience. That was an easy contact to reach out to you guys and you just delivered turnkey worship so it was it was good it was good and i know we're going to we're going to talk to you because some of you guys may find yourself in that spot right now that your churches could benefit from some um, some drop-in interim worship um, leaders or, or whatever. You know your church better than I do, but, but um, Emily and Jonathan are always open to speak into that also and might be able to, to give some direction. They might even be able to help you out themselves because of the direction God's taking them. So that's good. So personal, tell us about your family. Like I said, those babies are growing up now. The ladies want to hear.
2: Well, Judah is now seven, which is hard to believe. He's Uh eight in January, which is crazy. And uh, Miss June is now two and a half, which also is crazy. Yeah. And then baby three comes early March of next year. We're having a baby boy and we're really excited about that. Our normal has been to travel together as a family and do our work in ministry. And we have honestly loved that together. I know a lot of people are like, how do you do that? But it's just been our normal. Um, Uh But at the same time, this year, you know i'm sure as it is with a lot of people there's there's been some blessings in disguise even though it's not what we would have chosen and um, we've loved getting to be home together yeah. a little bit more this year and uh just, just cultivate
0: go- some rhythms at home yeah. and things that we've wanted to do for a while but it just was hard to keep anything consistent
2: as a creative and a songwriter we love our ministry that we feel called to and the songwriting that we do typically is you know we love to write god's word into song um, but as a creative and just a human being, I also love all kinds of music, and uh-huh. one of them is is kind of more like pop music. And I've never been someone, because I've just been so focused on writing worship songs or songs for the word, I've never really tried to write a love song. As I was thinking about our 10-year anniversary and reflecting, and as a creative, it just naturally, my thoughts and feelings for Emily and our marriage naturally wanted to come out through song. And so I ended up writing... Uh, 12 songs just to kind of celebrate our life and our marriage together over the last 10 years. And my hope doesn't do
0: anything small
2: within, I I wrote that song for the initial song "Crown," for her on our ninth anniversary. And then just said, okay, over this next year, as we approach our 10 year anniversary, I want to try to see if I can release an album just honoring you and honoring our marriage and strengthening marriage, because I know more and more in our culture and, and, with love songs in general, like dating and these silly relationships. And um, we just Mm -hmm. really value marriage and we believe marriage is wonderful because it's a display of who God is and his love for the church. And so I just wanted to, to champion marriage in our culture. Yeah,
1: that's good. That's good. All right. Well, let me kind of pull us in why I'm excited you're with us today. Um, The ladies that are listening, we've been, we've been focusing on this topic of hospitality, the spiritual gift of hospitality And we realize God gives different spiritual gifts. But I think especially with COVID, I think there's opportunities for women to lead and leverage our influence and actually cultivate that influence even more now than what it was a year ago. And especially in our homes, um, you know, and I mean, the whole concept of small groups and social distancing, it's just it's just pushing to that. And so we've been we've been encouraging ladies not to break rules, but to 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 just reassess where they're at in life, you know, where does God have you positioned, your community? How can we how can we steward what we have? And the whole gift of hospitality being ways to um, naturally build relationships with strangers and make them feel welcome right obviously so that we could share the gospel but it's it's it could be serving milk and cookies but it's not just serving milk and cookies and so we've wanted to um, just feature different folks and and give not give a different spin on hospitality that where people could see that that gift manifesting itself and that's where I'm glad that you guys had time really you made time for us and I, pr- I appreciate that um, because this is what I see God doing in your ministry too you've already shared little bit Emily at the start and I want you to go back to that but I know that you're doing a lot around family focus you know how can families as a family unit pour into structured worship in their house and the purpose of that worship. So not just in the corporate setting of the church, the larger church, Mm -hmm. but what does it look like for parents to own that, you know, or grandparents or whoever to be able to take worship, that discipline of worship into the home. So, so I just want you to take the conversation, but um, before you tell us what you do, explain to the audience why, because there may be some disconnects on just the power of worship. And I can tell you worship has carried me the last year and a half, you know, know, feel it. I didn't realize what a weapon it was and it is, it it is. So, so go ahead and just, just take the conversation for a while.
0: Well, I love that y'all have been on the topic of hospitality because I I hadn't quite thought of that word as something that I would use in my vocabulary for worshiping as a family. Uh, But I think it's so perfect because when we are, and we'll unpack exactly what this is, but when we are worshiping God on a daily basis in our homes with the people that we we live with, we are cultivating an environment that is hospitable for worshiping. Um, We're making home uh, an enjoyable place to see and know and rejoice in God together. And we're making it a normal thing in our home Even in the Christmas season, there's the whole concept of prepare him room and just making our homes and our hearts a hospitable place for Jesus's presence and the gospel. And so I love thinking about that as wives, as parents, as individuals, just making room in our hearts and our homes for Jesus on a daily basis. Jonathan and I, I think think we'd both love to share, but family worship was not a term that we had ever really heard until about two or so years ago. We were both used to having just regular quiet times at home, just opening our word and praying individually, but it it wasn't something that we were gathering to do as a couple necessarily mm-hmm. or as a family with our kids. I grew up in a, a culturally Christian home where worship was more of an event. It was something you went to on Sunday. I tended to think of worship as music specifically, but worship wasn't a part of my daily life. It wasn't something that I really was discipled in growing up. And likewise for Jonathan, he grew up in a ministry family and worship for their family was something, again, that you went to go do because it was a part of mom and dad's job. And for Jonathan and I uniquely as, as worship leaders, uh, Jonathan was the first to say it just because it so has been so close to his heart for a long time. But our son Judah was nearing three and we were thinking, gosh, isn't we should be starting to do some family devotions or something regular. Right. Like I don't want worship just to be something that Judah sees us only on Monday morning or we're playing somewhere. I want him to know that this, this knowing and loving Jesus is a part of our everyday lives. And that was just kind of the beginning of our journey as a couple of going, okay, how do we make our home a hospitable place for worshiping God together?
2: Yeah, I think just we, as worship leaders, we've learned a lot and grown over the last 10 years of just even what worship is and that God is worthy of worship every single day. But then also Psalm 63, 3 says, God, because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. And that's been a major scripture for us when we think about worship, because it reminds us that when we experience amazing things, God has wired us to where we almost can't help but exclaim about it and worship. And God has made us to praise. And also Romans 12, 1 tells us that when we present our bodies and our lives mm-hmm. to God, it considers that our spiritual worship. And so what that shows us is that we are wired to worship things that are amazing. And God is the most amazing being in all of the universe. He's the greatest treasure that we can have. And then also our giving our lives to God not just our praise not just our singing that is a part of our worship but our whole lives is our worship to god Mm -hmm. that's true then our worship shouldn't just be something that we're doing on a sunday morning Um, god's greatness doesn't change from day to day and for that matter i need to reorient myself worship doesn't just praise god it also changes me and Mm -hmm. so i need to constantly on a day-to-day basis be reminded of how amazing and great God is and how faithful he is and how good he is and that he hasn't changed just because it's Monday morning. And it's a blessing to be able to do that as a family because there's more built in accountability to each other, um, but also because part of worship is being encouraged to hear the faith of other people as well. Um, So to hear my kids singing or to hear their thoughts about God or God's word or to hear Emily's is a blessing to all of us. And and we are able to spur each other on and encourage each other in that way.
1: That's good. I know that you guys have some resources that that God's led you to develop that can help some of our families. And we're going to get there. And I know some of our families across the state are using it because they've let me know that, you know, they're loving them. Um, As a matter of fact, um, one family, I know that was kind of a Christmas gift to themselves, you know, to their family as they're getting ready to use it. So so that was that was kind of neat. But I want you before we talk about the resource, I want you to talk about how God led you to create a resource.
2: Yeah, I think it it was mostly because we as a family, even as worship leaders, we were not good at worshiping God in our home, specifically even singing. We were not good at that. We sing on stage and lead worship, but that was not something that we were even that familiar with. Um, We were blessed to learn about it by a guy named Donald Whitney. He has a book really short and wonderful. Um, And we, as we kind of went through this journey of family worship and we found ourselves talking to other families about it and being nerdy, um, we realized that a lot of us have a lot of the same Kind of hindrances to family worship. For example, we don't know what we're doing. We think that means we have to host a thirty-minute worship session in our homes, and we can't do that. You know, especially with a two-year-old and a baby mm-hmm. on the way. Um, but that these are just little five-minute touch points. This is just about making talking about Jesus normal in our homes, talking about God's mm-hmm. word, and praying together. The goal isn't to be perfect and have these super spiritual moments, but to just get in a family habit and culture of. We really do love Jesus and we really are going to talk about him and we are really are going to not mom and dad are experts on who God is. We Mm -hmm. are learning about God. God is our teacher. He is the one teaching us who he is in his word and we're learning right alongside with you. And so that's another big thing for I think parents is that we are so used to in our American culture thinking that we have to be expert um, in order to lead our families when in reality, that's not biblical. God tells us we have everything we need to lead our kids as we sit down, as we walk in the way, as Deuteronomy 6, to be diligent, to share our faith. with them. And so we just, the more and more we felt passionate about our calling in that as a family, and we started talking to other families, we just we wanted to create a resource um, to bless other families and we also another big component for us is one thing that god has led us in over the past ten years that we weren't expecting is that we've not only led for a lot of adults but we've led worship for a lot of kids through kids camps and uh, have a lot of relationships with children's leaders and um we we just wanted to, to be able to bless um, those people that um, follow our ministry. And we felt like the best way that God was leading us to be a blessing to them was to put out music that encourages the family to worship God together and to put out resources and devotions for them. And so that's, that's all of that mm-hmm. passion and things that God has been doing in our family life. And um, that's kind of what led us mm-hmm. to start doing that.
0: And in case you're listening to this podcast and you're like, wait, 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 back up. So wait, what is family worship and what is included in this whole thing? Again, like Jonathan said, this book called Family Worship by Donald Whitney is fantastic. And it basically, the book, in the book we learned and just through so many other families and and great folks that share on this, it's basically just making sure in your home with whoever is in your home, whether you're empty nesters or you have kids or you just have roommates, uh, that you're stopping as much as you can once a day, as many days a week as you can to to stop, open the Bible, read the Bible, pray and sing. Uh, we see all throughout scripture that those are the three main things that the people mm-hmm. of God, Old Testament and New do worship God to to give their lives to him, to talk to him, to continually offer their hearts back to him, to fix their eyes on who he is, and to pass along the faith to the people that they are either their children or the people that are around them. So those are the things that we've really tried to press into as a family. And we were just talking about this with some other friends, but I just wanted to quote, just three quick verses thinking about, you know, why, why should we do this daily in thinking about reading and praying and singing? In Psalm 1, verses 1 through 3, we see that blessed, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And then on his law, he meditates day and night. Then in Psalm 34, verse 1, it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. And that verse is specifically talking about singing. And that's not just King David. That's for all believers. So many verses on prayer, but one that we love is 1 Thessalonians five seventeen: Pray constantly, give thanks in everything. And there are commands like that for us as believers to be doing these things daily. But if you've never heard of the concept of family worship or just seen daily Quiet times are worship to God modeled, it kind of can end up feeling just heavy and like, well, how how do I do this? But as mm-hmm. simple as just taking five to 10 minutes a day to just do those three things to stop and read the word, pray and sing together. And so we've been just learning as we go. And as we have learned to do that in our own home, just with different devotions that we use as a family, or just opening up the Bible and going verse by verse, um, picking some worship songs that we want to learn together and teach to our kids. as a family, we just thought, well, man, it would be awesome that we have this family worship album to create something to help families read, pray, sing with our songs. And so we created a devotion book for families that goes through all 10 songs on our album that just has a little devotion, a prayer, and then you sing the song.
1: I love that. It is powerful, you know. Ways for them to be introduced to the word and and get it inside them, but it also resonate out. And I don't want to say it's easy for the parents because it we shouldn't go after something because it's easy, but it gives a it gives it a little bit of an infrastructure to know where to start. That's that's what I think I'm really liking about and your anything you guys bring out is quality. I appreciate that you're creating resources to help other people get started. Also, so so, ladies, again, in the episode notes, you'll have links to these various resources and um, that that we're talking about um, from Jonathan and Emily, and also their contact information, so that you guys can follow them. But I wanna I wanna put you on the spot and take us a little bit different direction, if I can. You mentioned that it's for all ages worship. And I think the one thing that COVID has done in my eyes, it's brought this concept of loneliness that's been there all along. There's been a lot of people living isolated lifestyles, but it's a it's a term now that's in everybody's vocabulary that means something. You know, we don't just passively say loneliness because it's like, oh, been there i get it speak to the person that's living by themselves and and how yes talk to your resources because i think some people like a place how can i get started and um and i want you I, i don't want you to be shy tell us about your resources and you know how how they can get their hands on what that would look like but how somebody living any age any gender um any lifestyle or whatever could benefit and why why worship is such a weapon again you've quoted scripture but it has been for me
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think the whole idea of family worship, a lot of what we're doing is aimed towards what you would consider like a family unit, mom and dad and kids. But I think the point of it and something that we emphasize a lot is that it's really meant to help us um, make talking and singing to Jesus and praying to God a normal thing in our lives because we don't want to live disconnected lives where our faith is something that we just do on a Sunday morning or that we just worship God on a Sunday morning, but that we worship God and we seek his face every single day and that we show to the people around us, even if even if we are living by ourselves, the people that we interact with or the people that we're talking to on Zoom, that talking about Jesus is a normal part of who we are. It's a part mm-hmm. of the of who we are as christ followers one of our favorite verses as we kind of pursued this side of our ministry is the great commission where jesus calls us to go therefore and make disciples of all nations and I think we focus on the all nations, which is wonderful. We're called to reach the nations. But actually, I read a commentary by Warren Wiersbe about where Jesus says go. And that word is actually translated as you go. So like as you go in your day to day life, our call is to make disciples of the people that we're around. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're encouraging families, because the people that they're around every day, the people in their home every day is their family. And so, if even if you are single or living alone, um, it's just personal. You know, we want to obviously encourage personal burden, mm-hmm. singing to the Lord, worshiping God, because that vision helps us look to Him, and He is never changes, no matter what we're going through on a day to day basis. Always wonderful. He's ready to lift us up and carry our burdens, and to make our burdens light in Him.
0: And to um, be reminded that every day that we are a part of a family, we're yes. a part of the family of God. Mm-hmm. We are now. God is. Now our father, we are adopted into community. he's grafted
2: us into Mm -hmm. family, Um, and so I just think that's that's what we would encourage. Is just it's really more about yeah reorienting ourselves to to the fact that our faith is a normal part of our daily lives. And like Emily said, that we are part of the family of God.
1: That's good. You know, um, the last, I don't know, maybe three years, maybe four, we've really been focusing on discipleship groups. And it's funny because um, I've experienced it in my own discipleship group with the ladies around the table. I've heard others experience it as we get in and learn more of the Bible. We'll have that like light bulb moment, like, ah, I've sung that in this song and everybody starts humming along like, what was the words to the song? And, and, you know, so fast forward again, just I there's, that's so powerful. Cause you know, there's power in the spoken word and I love that you guys, I mean, that's, that's who you are as a ministry, as a worship ministry, you know, it's God's word to music. And it's so much easier to catch a, you know, to catch a melody and sing something, but to know that what we're singing is God's word too and thinking, man, we're releasing that, you know, that spoken word. Um, that that's just been an epiphany moment, you know, in my own in my own world, you know, this last couple of years. And I think that's true for for others also. So I appreciate how you guys are always. You're you're diligent to to make sure that your worship is lining up with the word. That's your tagline for your ministry.
2: The word and worship.
1: This has been great. I we're so grateful you guys kind of stopping in and spending a few with us today. And um, ladies, again, look for those resources. You know, we'll have the links to those in the um in the episode notes. Jonathan and Emily, if somebody was looking for that resource. What would it look like? What if I wanted, if I wanted something for my grandkids or whatever, is it a subscription? Is it something that we buy? What is what does it look like for us to get
2: those? We have a few different things for wherever you are in your life. Um, so we obviously have music that's pretty much free on if you have Spotify or iTunes. Um, we released an album called God of Generations, which again is just a set of 10 songs designed to uh, encourage families to worship together. But really, so I hope that encourages you no matter who you are. But then from there, we we wrote um, 50 family devotions. So they're just a set of devotions to walk through um, as a family, and they are designed to, to help families gather together and for all ages, like there's discussion questions and there's helpful suggested prayers. And then for the singing time, it goes along with our songs from God of Generations so that you have a song of the week that you're focusing on together as a family. And you have, you know, since our songs, we love to root them in God's word. You know, we have the scripture of the week and that you're trying to learn together. And so we have... Uh, devotion, things like that for families. Um, we also have a thing called Family Worship Initiative, which, again, is just a kickstart. It's like the devotion book on steroids. It's like this thing full of videos and worship and tips and tricks for mom and dad. And it's, it's just a chance because sometimes with things like this, the hardest thing to do is just to start because it's new mm-hmm. and awkward and so yeah. it's just a place where we can go. We're not alone in all of this. And Emily and I kind of talk about some of that in in this program. And it's just a six-week program to build This new habit in your home. Um, That's something available. And it's basically the same price as the devotion book. You just get all of this extra stuff um, because we just want to help families start.
0: And you can find all of it on our website at
1: jonathanandemilymartin.com. That's good. That's really good. Jonathan and Emily, thank you so much for spending time with us today. It's always a treat, but I'm glad the ladies got to catch
2: up with you. Thanks thank for, having for
1: having us, having Carmen. Us. It's so good to see your face. Yeah, well, same here, same here. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us. And remember, it's too hard to do this by ourselves. God didn't tell us to go do it by ourselves. So make sure you're connected to the community. So if you're not already following us, you can find us on Facebook at Illinois Baptist Women, on Instagram at, at Illinois Baptist Women. Which all these resources are available on our website at ibsa.org backslash women. And I'll see you back here on next week's Priority Now podcast.
0: Thank you for listening to the Priority Now podcast. Please continue to join us on the journey to know Christ and make Him known.